A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the reward-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Force Center Presents Data Bank Dive. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm Ken Napsuk. This is the show where we go into the StarWars.com databanks, maybe to Wikipedia, help us out, and we celebrate what we find there. We did first season of this on the Companion Sci-Fi app, so check it out. Yeah, we love doing these episodes because sometimes we can really sink our teeth into a character that does have a, a lot of screen time or an idea or a place that has a lot of screen time. And sometimes we uh, sink our teeth into a character that has 
very little and see how much we can draw out. That is our teaser for the topic. But before we get right into it, we want to plug our Patreon. We want to thank so many of you who have uh, been with us for a long time on Patreon, uh, just jumped on. In particular, there have been a lot of people jumping on for $2, and we really appreciate that. That is the foundation. If you're interested in checking out our Patreon, here's what it's about. Uh, We want to offer as much as we can to everybody. There are rewards at higher levels, but we want to offer a community. We've got a great Discord uh, where people can have a safe, fun place to discuss Star Wars. The thing we're really excited about right now is we are experimenting with Other Center, where we talk about a topic that is not Star Wars. We are talking about Indiana Jones in a series called Indiana Jones and the Perilous Podcast. The first episode is up now. Soon we will release our episode discussing Raiders of the Lost Ark. So if you want to check all that out, you can go to patreon.com slash force center all right ken you ready for this topic i am i am the topic today is gragra (laughs) (laughs) i'm already having fun just saying the character's name uh (laughs) here's what the star wars.com databank has to say about gragra and perhaps people are listening and going what's a gragra is he okay what's going on anyway uh here is the databank entry it says nothing Grogra's existence is not acknowledged oh. on the StarWars.com databank. Ooh. I'm offended. Are you offended for Grogra? I kind of am. Look, I, this is no shade at the StarWars.com databank team. It's been put together over the years from probably a lot of different people. But that th- this character is why the databank exists to me. <laughs> right? How does Grogra fall through the cracks? Luckily, uh, Wikipedia is here for us. Uh, her, her entry is short, even in the Legends tab, which is amazing. Here's what uh, Wikipedia has to say. Gragra was a swokes swokes, female gorgmonger that worked in the marketplace of Mos Espa. She caught Jar Jar Binks when he tried to snatch a gorg from her stand without pain. <laughs> can, just, just for your own fun, can you read that first sentence and see how you feel saying those words. I mean, you know, occasionally I jumble those letters in my brain. So here we go. Gragra was a swokes swokes female goremonger that worked in the marketplace. Mos Espa. It's a sentence that if you just said out loud, people might pull you in and question your sanity. Gragra was a swokes swokes. Sounds like, uh, you know, Paul McCartney at his most just sort of flippant and making fun sounds, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Uncle Albert Ab- Albert Halsey and Gragra the Swokes Swokes. All at a Gragra party. was a Swokes Swokes and John Lennon is like, what are, what are we doing? What are What's we doing? Swokes Swokes. Cool. All right. Oh, that's <laughs> that amazing. This sounds good. Uh, so some additional details from the Legends tab. Gragra grew her food in a sewer zone underneath Mos Espa. Oh, she eventually wow. <laughs> left Mos Espa to work elsewhere which caused the Gorg population in the sewers to grow considerably over the following years. Homeless people often fed on these Gorgs. Okay. We kind of veered away from Gragra to uh, a a lot of thoughts about the uh, sociopolitical situation. Yeah. Tatooine in the life of these poor Gorgs. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, that'll factor into some of our discussions. Uh, There's not a lot to go on in Gragra. So that's a, that's a ton of flavor. What, um, I, I, what I love about this is I always say I, I have a weird relationship with legends, but it doesn't mean I don't enjoy a lot of it or enjoy people's love of, of legends. But w- one of the things I mean by that is I didn't pay attention to it for a long time. I When I see things like this, it 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 confuses me that I was walking around on this planet and I didn't know this was going on, <laughs> that this storytelling in Star Wars was happening. And I, I think that's to my detriment, to, to, to a loss. 
Uh, I should have been paying attention to the tale of Gragra and the homeless people in Tatooine. I, th- I think there is a magic to it. I love uh, modern canon, and I love that that it is modern canon can absolutely be whimsical and fun. We see a lot of that, but there is also an attention to uh, detail, right? In, mm-hmm. in my opinion, uh, and it is funny just to see somehow sometimes how wild <laughs> Legends was. Like, yeah, yeah no, uh, yeah, yeah, that that gorg that came from the sewer, and I want you to know. <laughs> I want you to know, and homeless people, Mos Espa, ate them, and which means to me, Gragra's kind of a hero in a way. Like, there's a yeah. lot. Of, that, yeah. That's a lot. Well, mm. and the implication that she went down to the sewers with that giant axe of hers and mm. just slaughtered the Gorg population to the extent that they you know, <laughs> grew back over the following years. It's like yeah. she almost hunted the Gorgs to extinction on Tatooine. Amazing. Right. Wow. All right. Mm. She okay. was busy with that axe. Anyway, uh, I, I'm uh, if you're if you're in a car and aren't able to Google Gragra right now, we are here to help by physically describing her. Ken, how would you describe Gragra? Um, a mouth with eyes and a nose, and you're like, so a face. <laughs> but really, when you think about it, no, it's it's like a character from I don't know, like Venom. It's it's some you know super villain that's just a toothy giant maw of a mouth with some <laughs> rather sizable eyes. Actually, you know, even better, Gragra is a Tim Burton nightmare before Christmas creation. I know Burton didn't direct that film, but like, you know, that kind of vibe. Uh, he's chasing Michael Keaton as, 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 uh, as uh, Beetlejuice. Gragra, she is, she is, you know what I mean? Like, this is what's going on. It's, 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 I, it's, it's horror. Yeah. Oh no. There, there is. It is amazing. She, she's got those big eyes that almost looks like a lemur. So, like, if you just looked at her eyes, like, oh, like a lemur creature in Star That's Wars. Great. No, no. Look at that mouth. That like, it mm-hmm. looks like it is at least fifty percent of her head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. He's it. It's so big, and it and it feels like you know where where she doesn't need a neck because her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. what opens like she needs to look up she opens her mouth uh it's truly deeply funny mm-hmm. and disturbing I, i'm with you about the uh the nightmare before christmas in particular the tim burton vibe in general that mix of horror and whimsy but mm-hmm. specifically the design of of nightmare before christmas uh I, I was thinking of her she looks like if tim burton sent an assassin to kill kermit the frog there's yeah. there's something about her that's like this mix of burton-esque and muppets-esque yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. She'd be sitting there in that uh, waiting room in, in Beetlejuice uh, for the afterlife. <laughs> a lot of stuff there. Yeah. And a great point about them. You know, she, she, uh, and perhaps this is all Swokes folks. Their, their build is, uh, is, uh, is, is a little wide. And so therefore, yeah, there is not a, a neck necessarily present, but you don't need one. That mouth is your neck in a way. It's the hinge that moves your eyes. It, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting design. What if your mouth was your neck? That's mm-hmm. what Star Wars is here for. God, it's huge. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at this this picture in Wikipedia. When you you say 50 percent of, of her face, that that's close to being scientifically accurate. <laughs> you know, she looks like one of these drawings where, like, you know, a, a little kid is is you know trying to learn to draw and draws mm-hmm. what a human face looks like, and they're like, "What if that was real? What if these proportions were real?" And like, 
you, drug, right? you always see that like like a, an elementary teacher on Instagram is like, I made real plush dolls based on my students' designs. And it's like oh, a horse, but the legs are all on one side. You know, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's endearing. And, and I love them. This exactly is exactly what you like. My student draw, uh, drew grandma. And this is what I've got to make now. <laughs> Uh, wow. This is who makes the the turkey dinner at Thanksgiving. Jeez! <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. God. This. I, I tell you, my my late grandmother, uh, Ukrainian Kiev born grandmother, passed away a couple years ago. Uh, kind of built like Ragra, and I mean that in the most warm, <laughs> I feel like I'm home kind of vibe. And uh, Babushka, indeed, here. So love it, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and then you know, just uh, practical light dress and an axe. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got a, a feel for the look of Gragra, both the endearment and the terror that she uh, causes in us. Uh, to you, what is the magic of Gragra? What, is, what does she add to the magic of Star Wars from her design to her brief appearance in The Phantom Menace? It, it, I'll tell you what, it's, it, it's this like, when you look at Phantom Menace, is George saying, we can go back. I can start what I imagine in my head and what my concept designers and production designers and, and just creature designers can think of, we can maybe start to do, whether it's the groundbreaking CG of, of Ahmed Bess's Judger Binks or something like this, just frighteningly practical. Um, and I look at that and that's part of the magic too. Um, we can talk about our feelings when the character pops up in that scene. And and I think in the end, I really enjoy it because it, it, it's, it's so real it's a gorg monger and you know selling wares selling food at a, at a marketplace and it just makes star wars um seem like that saturday morning serial adventure but when i look at it i just think whether this character specifically came from george or not it was this is one of the reasons he came back yeah absolutely i i, I really love her because i do think she's like an evolution of the original trilogy um Everybody talked about that lived in feeling that was, you know, part of what Star Wars made Star Wars space fantasy and not science fiction. And so much science fiction mm-hmm. of the time had been so clean and everybody like loved talking about the lived in feel of the, the Falcon being, you know, all, all dirty and falling apart. And uh, Luke's garage with, you know, the, the cars he needs to work on parked in the background while he plays with a model of a car, you know, all of those things that made it feel really lived in. Um mm-hmm she feels lived in she's she is she's just a shopkeeper you know um it's kind of wonderful uh i live in the neighborhood of of hollywood and sometimes like when i'm walking home if i want to on hollywood boulevard if i go to a movie i can stop at any number of you know stalls or food trucks and you know just just Mm -hmm. buy something from Mm -hmm. a shopkeeper right who's applying their trade um so she feels very real and lived in in terms of world building then she's so bonkers, right? That on one hand, it's like, yeah, what? Yeah, she's a, she's just, a, she's just selling some food at a stall. The most normal thing in the world for an urban community. <laughs> and then you look at her, yeah, all, all mouth and teeth and horror, and with a name <laughs> that sounds like the noise she would make while she's eating you. I mean, Gragra mm. is such a beautiful, weird name. I just, it's the perfect Star Wars combination of yeah, lived in, grounded, yeah, absolutely bonkers. Bonkers! I, I I didn't. I just clicked over the Legends tab while you're chatting there with some some great stuff. I I didn't pay attention to her feet. Talk about magic and the design. She's got like ostrich feet. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. alligator upright alligator feet. It's it's next level. It's next. Oh level. yeah, yeah. I mean, if if that mouth doesn't end you, uh, the the feet absolutely can. Those are big kicking feet. 
Oh my God. This is, yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of a magic around this character. Yeah. Extremely magical character. Gra-Gra. Uh, we are going to talk about Gra-Gra even more in just a moment. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back for more Gra-Gra. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And we are back to continue exploring Graga to continue exploring a character who appears in Star Wars for maybe 45 seconds. Uh, as you and I have talked about in the past, Ken, uh, some of us in our generation of, of Gen X were, were grumpy and challenged by specific elements of The Phantom Menace when it first came out in 1999. And in two of those specific elements were uh, kind of broader comedy, uh, as we thought at the time, 
and some kind of different alien designs uh, in the Phantom Menace that were a little bit different from the original trilogy. Did Grogrod tick those those grumpy boxes for you at the time of of comedy and different alien design? Did did Grogrod make you grumpy back in the day? I actually, yeah, I, I have to admit, I, I think so, uh, but it wasn't necessarily Grogrod. Um, it wasn't even specifically Jar Jar. It just it was what you're talking about. It, 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 it you went into Phantom Menace with some expectations for me as a I think 23 year old and. You come out and it's slightly different. And, and you and I have documented our journey with these films a lot. And, and I want to continue talking about it because I think it's valuable to the Star Wars fandom. But but yeah, looking back, I, like I said, this is, it, it's no wilder than anything in Jabba's Palace. It, it's no wilder than a giant cricket or whatever in the cantina. Like, it's all there. And I, I and that's part of the point, is especially back then, you just... You had you had blockers onto that, I guess, where you just had you you got oh yeah you know uh, Darth Vader was the reason I love Star Wars yeah Darth Vader was but also you liked that there was a wart outside of Jabba's palace <laughs> another, you, you know it was all part of it and I think it's easy to disassociate and, and disconnect from those memories and 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 I think I felt that Raga was that and even even the charging for the money like I don't know what, what I don't know why I would be mad at that <laughs> yeah okay. why yeah. Why? I don't, looking back, I don't think I was uh, challenged by Gragra. Uh, and I was trying to pick apart why. Like, I was really challenged, as we talked about, by Ben Quadraneros because he looked really uh, cartoony mm-hmm. and, you know, different proportions and, you know, clearly uh, CGI. Uh, look look to our databank dive episode about Ben Quadraneros mm-hmm. to see our, uh, at least my change of tune, uh, Ken's as well. But I don't think Gragra bothered me because she looked like someone in a big costume. And I think that mm-hmm. was like that weird. There, that still gets discussed about whether practical effects are absolutely better. Um, but mm-hmm. I think she looked like someone in the Muppet show. And like, even though I mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I, I look, I really like Star Wars to be a little bit uh, darker and heavier. I like Empire Strikes Back is the best because it's, it's, it's real and it's painful, man. Uh, mm-hmm. But also I like Muppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because that was the sort of the, the, the zany side of Star Wars uh, that I grew up with. Like, I'm totally down with Grogra for some reason. I like the big, scary, weird Muppet who said whoopee whoopee. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, if if uh, if I had, because I grew up a Muppets fan, still am, like you, like if I had gone there with that perspective and thought, oh, this is just Star Wars' sweetums, like I'd be okay. So I didn't carry that yeah. perspective. Mm. Yeah, good point. Maybe I just didn't have enough uh, you know, grumpy points left for Gragra, but I don't remember being grumpy about Gragra. I think the thing that uh, struck me that I want to be sure to mention is that, you know, she says uh, something that is linguistically close to Bib Fortuna's famous line of uh, mm. Dewanawanga, uh, mm. which in The Phantom Menace is translated to, are you going to pay for that? Um, Bib's greeting mm. to 3PO, that 3PO seems to return, uh, has often been described as a greeting, uh, but it is really funny to imagine that Bib approaches 3PO and says, are you going to pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. How did you feel about the, like, my, my friends and I, particularly my uh, comedy friends, thought, you know, Diwanawanga, uh, Diwanawanga was, like, the funniest thing. And we would say that to each other, you know, uh, you oh. know, with raised eyebrow of, like, what does that mean? Do you want a Wonga? Mm, oh, should we yeah. Wonga? Is it a Wonga evening? I um, love these stories. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so we, so we, I think maybe Gragra got saved from our grumpiness because we were delighted to hear Dewana Wonga. Uh, I, it, what, is, yeah. what are your Wonga memories? Well, because I, I, sorry, I was so excited to tell the story. Like, my first view of Phantom Menace was with 
one of my, uh, still is a good friend of mine, but one of my best friends at the time, and we were Star Wars buddies, and and we connected actually over love of Hardware Wars, and in like ninth grade, and and flash forward to ninety nine, we're living it together in L A. We used to, if if we were in the, you know, this is back today, we all had like one TV in our apartment, right? We all didn't have individual TVs and playstations and stuff. If if I had made made some dinner and sat down on the couch and he's watching something, and there was kind of a silence. One of us would look to, at each other and go, "They want a wonga." Like it just was, it would come out <laughs> all the time. So I love those kind of shared experiences we all have as fans growing up. So I should have been like, you are my one cut. Should have been like the next generation of that line. But you again, <laughs> right. so many of us refused to see it back then. Yep. Yep. And maybe some people were like annoyed that like, how, how's Grogrod stealing Bib Fortuna's famous line? How dare she? <laughs> <laughs> Not my Bib. Yeah. Or maybe some people now answer, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, appropriate yeah. response. Uh, and I, and I love that, you know, obviously, uh, Bib is probably not saying, are you going to pay for that? So an interesting mm-hmm. linguistic question for people who are deep into Hutties. Uh, all right. So you and I were both uh, both uh, had ups and downs. Uh, I mostly was good with Gragra, but let's talk about now. We've learned more about Gragra. Do you think her food that she was selling, her gorgs, do you think they were safe? Did Jar Jar almost die from gorg food poisoning because of Gragra? <laughs> Um, I'm going to say the, um, it's a no and a yes. Was her food safe? Not, no, not really. Did Jar Jar almost die because of Gragra's food? Possibly. And yes, I, I, I you, you touched upon it earlier. There's some beautiful, wonderful street food out there. there there's an entire, in LA here, uh, there's a, mm-hmm. there's a great culture and, and a lot of other places to be clear, but we, we, we are blessed with it. You, you and I have in the past been on uh, the taco crawls with our friend Dor- Dorina, Mm-hmm. Uh, puts them together. Um, she's over there at the World Girls, and and she she finds some. Some of them are Danny Trejo's tacos, which are brilliant, by the way. Mm. Some of them are these little hole in the walls uh, vendor carts, everything. So I, I think there's a danger in that for me in my stomach and my weak system um, that I have to be careful. <laughs> if I had a gorg, it might taste wonderful. I might need, might need to run home fast. So I think that <laughs> not to turn Star Wars into potty humor, but I think that's what's going on here. Jar Jar, he's a Gungan. He's been he's been tied to Naboo for a while. I don't think he had a lot of inner uh, you know uh, intergalactic travel going on in his life there. Mm. So uh, I, I think he might have been like, this is this is a this is tasty. What's in it? What are those spices? Oh no. <laughs> And now I want to see Jar Jar on an episode of The Hot Ones. Uh, <laughs> I'd never expected this to uh, turn into a, a guessing game of does Jar Jar have an iron stomach or is he real right. sensitive? Um, mm-hmm. I think since he lashes his tongue out and just in a almost innocent childlike way just puts anything in his mouth. I kind of think yeah. that. But maybe, like a, maybe a dog like a puppy. <laughs> yeah, like ooh, what's that? Gonna oh, try that? Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and there is this sort of innocence that he doesn't know that that's that he's supposed to pay for that, right? I don't feel like it's a naughty yeah. thing. He's just like walking along, like ooh, good, yum, yeah, um, look, yeah. looks delicious, smells delicious. Um, I, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, we don't know how you know uh, in, in Otaganga how it works. This this could be a. Uh, a society, the Gungans that, you know, you, you street vendors or, you know, you trade for goods and services or it's a community thing. And he's just like, Oh, look at this food for all. And and that's where he goes with it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love the idea that in Gungan society, it'd be like, well, we all contribute and you just, Hey, take one, you know, you yeah. contribute to society in other ways. Um, yeah. I, I, as much as uh, we've learned that she gets them from the sewer. 
there's something about Gragra that she seems like a pro, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe there's sometimes there's parts of the gorgs that you need to cut off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think she takes a lot of pride in her sewer meat. I agree with you. I think there are a ton of interesting, bizarre spices. And I like the idea that at, at the very least, uh, it would have made Jar Jar's eyes bulge. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a lot of pride in her sewer mute meat is uh, <laughs> takes a lot of pride in her sewer meat is one of the best star wars four center lines ever yeah. that's that's the line that john lennon added to uh gragra is a swokes swokes she takes a lot of pride in her sewer meat this, <laughs> this is absolutely a white album song and we we're put yeah. together <laughs> uh, uh, indeed. so in modern canon Mm-hmm. Do you think Gragra survived until the end of the Empire? Is she chopping up stormtroopers with her axe in Mos Espa? Yes, to all of this. This is wonderful. I think she survives. Um, I don't know how long Swokes Wokes live, but I think she uh, she already has a, a grandma vibe there. Uh, I think she has uh, she she fights for her community. She fights for her people, as long as you pay the money for the, the gorgs, I guess. But then I think when when... When 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 the galaxy changes uh, post Revenge of the Sith, I do think during that time she fought back in her way, and the Gorgs she was serving to local stormtroopers stationed there were not of the highest quality, and a lot of eyes <laughs> were bulging. And every time she'd be like mumble like Grog got one. Like I think that's about that. <laughs> hey, got one. Uh, I love the idea that she would sell troopers that she would have uh, you know poison gorgs and like some somebody who is uh, not uh, uh, sympathetic to the empire would be reaching out for one and she'd be like not that one i'm saving mm-hmm. that one that one's for the mm-hmm. imperials uh, yeah there's something very in, intense and scary about uh Gra-Gra. it might be that her face is 50 percent mouth it might be the axe uh mm-hmm. she makes a ridiculous uh, word of whoopee whoopee sound a little scary to me so uh I also like the idea, you know, I like that it's made clear in canon that even though, hey, it's the Outer Rim, that the Empire does put their boot down on Tatooine. There's celebrations mm-hmm. in Mos Eisley, you know. Yeah. Um, I think the Empire made her fill out a bunch of forms mm-hmm. uh, for her food stall. I think they shook her down for unfair taxes. I think sometimes yep. the troopers yep. just stole her gorgs, maybe shut down her sewer access. Yep. So I think not only did she revel when the Empire fell, I think she was out there with her axe, and I think mm-hmm. uh, in the following days that uh, she was she was selling selling storm sticks to the revelers. If you know what I mean? Storm sticks, indeed. And then at that celebrate. I do believe she's there at that celebration. I know she's uh, at this point in Moss Espa that celebration in, in Return of the Jedi Special Editions, Moss Isolated, Right? Um, doesn't matter to me. I think she traveled wherever she was. She was handing out sewer meat like nobody's business. No seven <laughs> whoopy whoopy. All, all gratis. Take it. We're going to celebrate here. Good good quality sewer meat. Zero whoopee-oopee for the mm-hmm. stormsticks. There we go. Uh, here is some additional information because we can't talk about Gra-Gra without talking about her species, the Swokes Swokes. Uh, here's what uh, Wikipedia had to say about them. The Swokes Swokes were a sentient species that were native to the planet Makamte. This little-known species had the unusual ability to regenerate body parts. This made them good at combat. Due to their violent nature, they often took positions as bodyguards and even bounty hunters. They had a reputation for being merciless, violent people caring only about themselves and vast wealth, which they saw as an indication of social status. At least three members of the species were officials in the Galactic Senate during the invasion of Naboo. <laughs> it's beautiful. 
So, I mean, it's great to mention that, that we see the, the spokes folks uh, in, the, in the Senate uh, chambers there as well. But there's this whole paragraph that can regenerate body parts, merciless, violent care only about wealth. Also, they were senators. <laughs> Is this political commentary? Do you think those three senators we see, uh, are they, uh, are, do they try to ma- murder Bail or Ghana at some point? Mm-hmm. How do you reckon with this? I, I think there's definitely some uh, very strong Lucas political commentary going on. Yeah. And, and also, you know, hey, they have a right to be represented, I suppose. Uh, but uh, it's what you do with that or, uh, might be the bigger question. Uh, so that's awesome, fascinating stuff. I've forgotten that, yeah, we do see them in the in, in the Galactic Senate uh, during the same time, which just means if it's Phantom Menace, it's like, they're like, look at George, look at this. And he's like, yes, give me my yellow highlighter. Yes, yes to this. This is good. This we're going to, this is practical and put them in there. Yeah. Make me at least three to four of them. We're, we're going here. Yep. Yep. We're putting people in a costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, I think, uh, I, I like the headcanon that, look, uh, Gragra is, is her own swoke swoke. She's going her own way. Uh, maybe these uh, these senators or, or officials are going their own way. Uh, but per- perhaps some people were a little nervous around them. Like, they're good with axes and they don't mind their body parts being chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> Intimidating, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Uh, all right. We always like to make it personal. We talk about the fantasy in Star Wars, but then we like to bring it here into the real world. Ken, there is a Gragra action figure. It comes with an axe, uh, the great weird bird feet, and uh, a bunch of gorgs dead and cooked <laughs> on a string. Uh, what does that say about us as a culture that this action figure exists? <laughs> it says two things. That one, we, especially Star Wars fans, crave crave those small corners of this galaxy we love and we want to take them home and, and, and put them on the shelf. You always say, Joseph, name a character. Someone has a tattoo about the character <laughs> or of the character. There's, there might be a Gragra tattoo out there, but it also says a lot about, especially toy makers at the time. And this has changed of like, but star Wars, give them everything that Gorg monger. She needs a figure. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that's where we are. Yeah, I, I think this is an example of the pinnacle of our civilization. Grogra mm. <laughs> has an action figure. It is a celebration of the idea that all background weirdos deserve their their day in the in the Twin Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, her action figure is subtitled Moss Espite Encounter. <laughs> um, but it just you know it, it harkens back to to a different time, maybe a time that will come again, maybe. The voices of the people will rise up, demanding more background weirdos. There will be shouts for uh, Astromech Drummer, uh, Dewey and Freedy, uh, Frog Lady. Give the people what they want. Uh, I think it's great that an action figure exists. Uh, Yes, and I think I have room on my shelf. (laughs) I have to seek out this figure. I'm on the eBay page right now. Anyway, going to move away from that into this question. Would you purchase a hot dog from someone wearing a Gra-Gra costume at Dodgers Stadium. I already have. Like, <laughs> I've, I have in my mind, I have in my soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I go to the LA Convention Center for like a, a WonderCon, uh, which a lot of times things in Anaheim or LA, the LA uh, Comic Con. I come out and I see those wonderful people at those carts with this. I hear the sizzling. I smell all oh, the bacon wrapped hot dogs. And I just yep. think, how is traffic? Because I'm going to eat this on my car and boy home. So, uh, yes. 
Uh, love going to Dodger Stadium. There's some wonderful food vendors there, but outside the stadium, maybe might be a spot to find Grab Grab, and I would absolutely do. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, been to Dodger Stadium twice uh, for concerts. I really just want to go to a baseball game and see how many hot dogs I can eat uh, before I become disgusted with myself. Uh, but I would be... <laughs> I'm sorry, what's that? And the hot dogs. <laughs> and the hot dogs, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, would lo- I would be terribly frightened, but it would increase the likelihood that I would buy a hot dog if it was coming from Gras Gras. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, get lots of different currency at Galaxy's Edge. You can get the calamari flan, which are just like milky blue discs. Mm. I would see if I could try to pay Gragra with some uh, whoopee whoopee that I got off Etsy. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> Etsy made whoopee whoopee. That's, that's great. That's great. <laughs> There's a lot of value in Etsy. Whoopee yeah. whoopee. Uh, come on. Come on, Gragra. Mm. All right. We're going to get into rating the wild and weird factor of Gragra. Our rating is based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos, and that is Lobot. So out of 10 Lobot heads, one being the least, 10 being the most, how many Lobot heads do you give Gragra? I mean, this might be our first 15 out of 10. This is, this is <laughs> weird to the max in the most wonderful ways from the design, what she was doing, what she was saying, the figure, everything about it, the storytelling you can create from her. Uh, I'll go 10 out of 10 for Gragra. This is absolutely 10 Lobot heads. Not only a bonkers, beautiful uh, design, the species name being Swoke Swokes, uh, saying some fun dialogue, uh, shouting about whoopee whoopee, (laughs) Uh, coming with an axe in the action figure form. Not only does she get 10 Lobot heads, she personally cut them off of Lobot and cooked them for us. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's cool. Well, that is our look at Gragra, a celebration of the weirdos and proof that we can talk about almost anything in Star Wars and find lots of fun and depth. Uh, you can find uh, whatever you want uh, in terms of Force Center by following the links on our Twitter at Force Center Pod. We're on almost all the social media, so go uh, find us anywhere that you would like. And if you are interested, again, in checking out Patreon and seeing if it's for you, we understand it isn't for everybody, and we appreciate any kind of support, including just listening. Uh, but if you might be interested, go and check out patreon.com slash center. Ken, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me at Ken Napsock or go to my website, kennapsock.com. Got a lot of new things on my YouTube channel, including this. all my game streams are now uh, over there. So head on over to my YouTube channel. Just search my name. Excellent. And you can find me on all the social media is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my YouTube channel where I got a lot of uh, comedy bits. I got uh, several short films and my not unboxing videos where I celebrate action figures. I'm sure eventually Gragra will be featured. Just search for Joseph Scrimshaw. Thank you all for listening. This has been Databank Dive. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.